A Liberal Education As you probably know, I founded a school called Van Damme Academy, which I often say I built out of resentment for my own education. My grandparents always impressed me as truly educated people, whose experience in school provided them with a breadth of knowledge and a depth of understanding they could bring to bear on their lives thereafter. My schooling, by contrast, consisted largely of empty, pointless, memorized tedium, for which, after more than a decade of learning, I had little to show. I'm often asked to explain what it is that I seek for my students, and it can be difficult to find the words. It is somewhat captured by the concept of a liberal education, which, though a widely used term, is itself difficult to put into words. It can be loosely captured as an approach to education in which individuals are given in-depth instruction in certain core realms of knowledge, with the goal of helping them to develop broad intellectual skills that will apply to all their endeavors. Even that's a mouthful. Anyway, I mention all that because one of the aspects of these chapters that especially delighted me was its incidental account of the value of a liberal education. Because from that discarded bag of books the monster found, that, in essence, is what he received. From the sorrows of Werder, he derived a glimmer of the value of an education in literature. Shelley captures that value well. With its simple and affecting story, the sorrows of Werder throws light upon what had hitherto been obscure subjects. Its gentle and domestic manners, combined with lofty sentiments and feelings, encourage the benevolent impulses that were alive in the monster's bosom. Indeed, by means of affecting stories, great literature can illuminate obscure ideas, illustrate lofty sentiments, and inspire the better parts of our natures. From Plutarch's lives, he glimpsed the benefits of an education in history. Plutarch taught him high thoughts, elevated him above the wretched sphere of his own reflections, to admire and love the heroes of past ages. It allowed him to perceive new and mightier scenes of action, men concerned in public affairs, governing or massacring their own species. It filled him with the greatest ardor for virtue and abhorrence for vice. Indeed, history can take us beyond our limited purview and allow us to observe the activities of man within a grand scope of time and place. It can inspire us with reverence for the great heroes of the past who have helped to set mankind on a happy and flourishing path. And from their stories, we can extract profound moral lessons that apply in our own everyday existence. And finally, with Paradise Lost, I think of him as having experienced some combination of literature and theology or philosophy. Its story awakens the very deepest of his emotions, and it prompts him to contemplate questions about his origin, his creator, and his place in the world. By the way, my two eldest daughters both attend what I regard as a very impressive institution of learning, the great book school Thomas Aquinas College. There, 
Both have already read Plutarch's Lives, and will be reading Paradise Lost, among an unfathomably long list of other classic works. Theirs will be a true, and today very rare, liberal education.